0: It's the Dubai Property Podcast for news, interviews and market trends.
1: And welcome back to another episode of the Dubai Property Podcast as we talk real estate right around the UAE and available across this weekend on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcast from. Yep, another Sunday morning, December the 17th as we continue our weekend and we also continue to wind down for 2023. And just on that note, if you have been eyeing the Dubai property market across 2023 from outside of the UAE, with all of our discussions around the many, many different suburbs, have you chosen or narrowed down where you would most likely want to live? Now, this, of course, is not aspirational. It comes down to a budget. So we're talking about the budget that you can afford, because there are a few of these suburbs like JLT, Palm Jumeirah, we've talked about extensively, JBL, Dubai Hills, Silicon City, yes, we've talked about that, Arabian Ranches, Business Bay, you name it, we have talked about the different and varied suburbs of Dubai. So if you've got a couple of spare minutes, email us and tell us what suburb you are most drawn to and... And why? And as always, the email address is Dubai Property Podcast at gmail.com and coming up we have a look back over some of the interviews on the Dubai Property Podcast this week and we also talk about a couple of suburbs and also this is a good one, are you thinking about starting out as a new real estate agent in Dubai? Well we've got Mario's thoughts this week about what you should be thinking about if you are headed here for 2024. So that is all coming up next.
0: Stay updated in the UAE real estate market with the latest trends, predictions, and insights. Know your property. The Dubai Property Podcast.
2: I know Business Bay, JLT, Downtown Marina, these areas, they're like in the center and they're very well-connected. And as well as there are a lot of business centers around the area, which is good for the people who like Mario said, are leaving their home country and coming to Dubai. I mean, it's closer for them to like just travel and go to work. Hence why these areas are like the heavy hitters. Like you said, they will always be up and they'll always be in demand.
1: For villas and townhouses, they are very much sought after areas which include Dubai Hills Estate and Arabian ranches. They really have over the last, I don't know, last two years, would that be a fair comment to, to make just how popular they've become?
3: I think the uh, the timing that you mentioned the 2 years is mainly down to the the covid aspect because you know when we were in lockdown people were craving outside space and so we went through a stage whereby apartments that didn't even have balconies you know were not looked at at all and everybody wanted to look at small townhouses villas anything that had a yard a garden so that should anything like this happen again you know they would have their own piece of garden or piece of land that actually could get outside and get some get some air and uh, get away from the cabin fever i guess that we were all suffering from so 2 years ago of growth from then to now i'm not surprised developers are still favoring towers apartments when it comes to projects there have been some very successful villa projects and townhome projects as well but when you actually look at the landscape i think it's probably something like you know 3 3 apartment projects to one villa project. So it still remains of the minority. And of course, if uh, people who are migrating to Dubai are bringing their families, they are going to need that bigger space. And of course, what better space than uh, than a townhouse or a villa, especially with a nice garden.
1: Okay. And Michael, how are you getting on between now and the end? Are you uh, finding it a pretty busy time of the year?
4: absolutely craig yeah i mean particularly for rentals people seem to kind of want to get everything sorted and you know get out and get into a new place um before christmas before the panic kind of starts although a lot of it has started but a lot of people seem to be renewing around now funny enough i did actually recently as well so it's quite a busy time for rentals and again the market obviously is is fired up as well even in that report from property finder November itself with a 10% uptrend up on last year with regard to property sales, ready property sales, but a 60% rise in the total value of said transaction. So while prices are through the roof, uh, you know, it hasn't seemed to slow down buyers, but uh, the rental market in particular seems to be on fire, Craig. Yeah. So I'm just winding down. I'm heading off to Chicago myself for Christmas.
1: Heading off to Chicago. Okay. So
4: what's happening there? Why Chicago? At the same time, I came to Dubai uh, a few years ago. My brother moved to New Mexico. He's actually a mechanical engineer. So, my mother is a bit older. She was 65 yesterday. So, Uh, We wanted to meet up for Christmas, but of course, New Mexico is the other side of the world for me, and it's quite a distance from her as well in Ireland. So Chicago was kind of the midpoint where we could meet, you know, so we'll all meet up in Chicago at Christmas. We were going to do New York, but, you know, my mother's been to New York, so has my brother. So Chicago it is. We'll all meet there at Christmas. Uh, Hopefully it'll be snowing.
1: Yeah, you're going to freeze your pants off, eh, (laughs) at that time of the Uh year.
4: I can't wait, Craig. I've been in the desert for a couple of years. I haven't really you know, had a chance to take a vacation with how the market's been. So uh, really looking forward to some snow. Yeah, I'll have to get the jacket out for a change.
0: We talk to some of the most influential figures in the real estate industry, from leading commentators to investors to real estate principals on the Dubai Property Podcast.
1: If somebody's got between one to two million dirhams to spend. What is an area that's been a little bit of a sleeper that would represent a great investment
2: area? I would recommend taking a, in a community called Nashama. They have built like a beautiful community where it's super family oriented and it's filled of townhouses. You can still enter that area by putting down like 1.8 to 2 million, getting yourself a three bedroom townhouse and in case someone as an investor what they can do they can get a unit of those do a bit of refurbishment and just top up the price and flip it and if they want to live in it it's also a great community
1: and you talk about the cars and just the way that that whole gridlock has started to develop with also been talking about the the different nationalities in 2023. There's been this talk about uh, some Russians, a percentage of the, the Russians that have moved into Dubai that are sort of pulling back a little bit. What have you seen in terms of the main talking point for 2023 around the different nationalities? What ones really are still standing out for you in December of 2023?
2: Australians are still number one. They are not number one on the chart uh, when it comes to the top 10 nationalities investing, but however, there is still a huge number of Australians Moving in totally to Dubai, sending their businesses back home and picking this as the place. Recently, for the past three months, there has been a lot of American celebrities in town and these guys are not coming to buy one house. They are getting warehouses for their businesses. They are like every person of those has a minimum crew of 65 to 85 people. So these guys are coming. They want the full building to rent it for their stuff they're taking Dubai as headquarters which is an amazing sign also we have been seeing rise in the American investors and Dubai it's still the same Chinese are still hitting number 2 on the chart I don't have any personal experience with Chinese because of the language barrier but I know like these guys are buying in here a lot especially remember when I told you last time in May where um, they got Singapore imposed 60% on the international investments and this is where it all started in Dubai. So we have major nationalities still investing. There is still Russian buying in Dubai however that speed rush you know when just Russians came in here and just paid any price it's not happening anymore because now they got educated more on the city they knew that they overpriced whether it was for a purchase or it was for a lease. So the Russian money is kind of steaming out a bit but we still have Americans, Australians and Chinese.
1: What are some of the main things they should be thinking about between now and when they finally arrive in Dubai when it comes to real estate?
3: Well, the first thing I would say is that don't just come on a whim. you know come to Dubai, enjoy it as a holiday first. Really check out all the different areas and what Dubai has to offer because it is a slightly different city when you view it through the eyes of a visitor uh, than when you do when you come here as a you know as a, as a resident. So for sure, come and actually explore what the city has to offer. The second thing i would uh, I would say is, it's about expectation. I mean, throughout this year on the podcast, you know, we've talked about the success stories of what Dubai has had to offer. These launches selling out, especially on the off plan, you know, the secondary market is going great great guns. People are, you know, very successful. However, for every good luck story, we have a hard luck story. I mean, being a real estate agent is, is tough. Uh, you know, getting stock is, is difficult. Working with, with owners and landlords is difficult because there are so many agents here. So anybody thinking about coming, they really have to lower their expectations. You know, can you become a millionaire as a real estate agent in Dubai? Yes, of course you can, and there are many of them. But for every one that becomes a millionaire, there are 10, 20, perhaps even 30 who don't even make it. They don't even get to their next deal. It's, it's the gap is too long. So there are many facets to the job. You have to be uh, rearer registered You have to pass exams. There is a certain standard, obviously, that you have to reach. But of course, people expect to be treated with respect, with professionalism. And sadly, unfortunately, there are some... Some people who are in it for the short game rather than the long game, as most people know now, I'll be in this for 40 years next year. It's a big anniversary. And, you know, don't just do a deal for a deal's sake. Look at the long term plan. Look at the the relationship that you're trying to build with your clients, because repeat business is the most important thing. But certainly expectations lower them. That would be my advice to anybody coming.
1: Just a reminder, of course, we don't talk about the real estate industry and becoming a real estate agent through rose-tinted glasses. We are always saying this is the downside and something to think about potentially because we talk about it all the time. And I just wonder, Mario, on, on the upside, whether people, when they hear about all of these projects being sold out, whether they think in their brain, gee, there's a lot of order taking here. I can, you know, land in Dubai, all the developments are selling out within days. Once I go and work for a real estate company, I'm going to be order taking, selling lots of real estate. But no, hang on, just wait a minute, back it up. That's not quite how it works, right?
3: Exactly. That's not how it works. I mean, there, there is an element of that, especially when we're talking about off plan. Off plan, the, the real estate agent has to know sufficiently enough to entice a buyer to to maybe bring them to the developer's office to have an understanding of what the project has to offer. But I mean, I'm going back now, obviously, when we did have time to bring people to developer's offices and where people had the time to sit and look at plans and discuss. Now, unfortunately, it's it's not like that. I mean, the kind of marketplace that we're in, in off-plan, uh, there's so much hype around certain projects that actually buyers need to make a decision literally instantly. We're taking expressions of interest before obviously projects are even launched. And and, and people just need to really move very, very quickly. And for some people, that's very alien because, you know, they're, they're saying to us, we're not buying a loaf of bread, we're buying a property. We get that as agents. But unfortunately, there are so many people that are wanting to put down their deposit that if you don't act quickly, then you you end up missing out a bit like Raunek's, uh, you know, buyer who, who missed out on that one bedroom, which uh, incidentally we, we have managed to sort him out. So Raunek is very happy
1: they're freely willing to tell us that we're either in a property price correction or we're not in a property price correction. So how do you see that?
3: One could argue that actually we're only three or what might be four years into this cycle, this upward turn. And in previous cycles, we've seen property prices, you know, undergo what might be a 20% correction. Now, you know, that can bring it way under, again, what was this peak of 2014.
1: Somebody's budget is going to suit the location in Dubai that they're hoping to reside in
4: dubai is becoming a lot bigger than obviously what it was before so it definitely is important to know the location where you want to live and obviously the market's increasing in every area like even the areas that were seen as cheaper before are now going to start increasing especially areas like jvc with a tram going in alpha jean
0: the skyline is constantly changing growing and expanding the dubai property podcast for all things real estate